Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode seven of The Whole Story. So uh, it's been a couple weeks, and I hope everybody's been enjoying Blackout. But uh, for tonight, we're going to be focusing on a couple of uh, some wormhole space shenanigans, although I'm sure we'll probably dabble on Nullsec and uh, some, some of the Blackout stuff as well. So for tonight's episode, uh, last if, uh, if you follow the episodes, last time I had a bunch of kind of larger corporations. We were guessing about what the future might hold and blackout. So for tonight, I've got three smaller corporations that you may or may not have actually heard of. And we're going to uh, talk a bit about uh, some of these guys are kind of newish wormhole crews. At least one of them's kind of old hand wormhole space. But we're going to dabble and uh, <coughs> excuse me, dive into uh, you know what wormhole space is like, how they're enjoying it, how they're finding building a corporation, and whatever else we find out as we uh, go across that story. And so, without further ado, joining me tonight, uh, I've got uh, Fial Nari from Lux Permanent. Hey. We've got Dimitri Wizard from the Ethere. Hey, how's it going? And last but not least, we've got Rival from Dead Orbit. Mind blank. Hey, everybody. So um, what we're going to do is, uh, if you've heard of these guys, then great. Maybe uh, they're doing better than some of them think they are. If you haven't, then we're going to try to introduce them. And by the end of tonight, hopefully some of you guys will know three new uh, wormhole groups you have not heard of and uh, we're going to chit chat about how they're finding wormhole space in general so without further ado i'm gonna we're gonna start out with the letting feel tell us a bit about his corp who he is and uh whatever else he wants to share with us well hi um so we're a rather recent corp um we've been uh, at least recent in c5s We've been around since 2017, but um, uh, we decided to migrate to higher class holes. So we're kind of gathering on about 10 to 15-ish people and managing how to get new bros inside the hole and the wormhole mechanics, essentially. So the core crew is about the first five, eight people. And everything else is pretty much new people that are just joining in. As for the current uh, things that we've been doing, it's pretty much just the usual wormhole things between the PvE and now with the new mechanics being introduced, we're venturing more into things like Nullsec and PvP in, and those types of uh, adventures. Well, great. Welcome to Wormhole Space. And I'm sure at least those of us in uh, C5 Space, I'm sure, extra happy to have a new corp on the block. So uh, I'll speak right now for all of us. We wish you the best, and I hope that we get to shoot you later. Rolling right along. Uh, Dimitri, uh, so some people that have been around in Wormhole Space for a while probably recognize your name. Oh, audio issue. Okay, uh, good now. Stream's shouting at me that this audio is not working. OBS says it is. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I'll repeat. Uh, I'm sure I uh, speak for all of C5 Space when I say that we uh, wish you the best and we're excited to have another corp to shoot at on the block. So I look forward to finding you guys uh, and trading exploding spaceships. Um, 
rolling right along. Uh, if you've been in wormhole space for a while, you might recognize that Dimitri. He's uh, been away for a couple years, but he's back and he's rebuilding his corp, uh, more or less from scratch, as he might tell us. But uh, so taking it away, Dimitri, why don't you do you want to tell us a bit about yourself and your corp? Hey, thanks, Tah. Yeah, I'm Dimitri Wizard. I've uh, been running DAZ now for probably about seven, eight years. Uh, actually, since just before it became the Azir when we were out in Nullsec. Um, yeah, I've been away for the last four years, and kind of friends have just pulled me back in, and we decided to hit up C3 Nullsec so that we could get some Nullsec small gang stuff, because that's kind of where we wanted to stay. And then, uh, like, two weeks being back, the blackout happened, so you can imagine how happy I was about that. Other than that, we've just been uh, bumming around in low-class space with not really any desire to go any higher than that for now. Um, we kind of wanted to stay small and keep the small gang stuff because that's where we have most fun. Well, welcome back to Wormhole Space. And uh, we'll we'll dig into a bit more of the some of the other bits you you mentioned on there uh, afterwards. Um, last but not least, uh, Rival, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself and your corp? Hey, yeah, thanks, XO. Um, my name's Rival, also used to go by Bismarck in game. Uh, been around the block quite a bit, even though I've got a newer tune. Um, been playing since about 2008 and uh, was the founder, CEO of Mafia Redux and also Furnace, uh, both of which were corps that lived in wormholes. I've been in C5 space, um, been in C2 space a lot, been in Thera a little bit, uh, but now trying something new at Dead Orbit. Uh, we started uh, up back... Uh, we've only been around for about two months now, maybe. Uh, I came back to the game after taking a long break in 2016 and just now coming back. The Blackout's been awesome. We've been enjoying that so far. And uh, we're mostly just a small game corp, and I'd say like 90% of our PvP probably happens in Nullsec out of our static. And I've uh, been enjoying it so far. Well, great. Um, we're welcome back, it sounds like. Uh, so I guess we've got two welcome backs here. And uh, I'm glad to hear that you guys are enjoying uh join wormhole space so the first question i wanted to kind of just throw at everybody and you know we can uh, we can go in the same order or uh, you guys can butt in or jump over each other i guess if you really want um so at least two of you this is you know return to wormhole space it sounds like but um what is it if if you're new what is it that brought you to wormhole space and if it sounds like you're coming back what is it that keeps drawing you back into choosing to live in wormhole space. Sure, I'll jump in. Um, for our corp, it's been just the kind of the unexpected of it. We used to live in NPC nullsec, or we, we'd sit in a, a low sec entry near a, a nullsec area. And eventually it just got a little stale. You fight the same people all the time. Both groups usually get used to each other's tricks and it just starts to get a little stale. The beauty of the wormhole, especially when you're, you're, you know, you're rolling your statics, or in other words, you know, you're getting a new connection to a new area of space. It's a lot more interesting. You can go all over Eve. There's no limit to where you can go. It's just up to RNG. So honestly, uh, ever since I went into a C2 with a static nullsec and C5, I haven't been able to live in K-space again, and I don't see myself ever leaving a wormhole unless I was forcibly moved out. We had much the same experience, actually, uh, the Azir, because when we all came back, we all went to uh, Origin. I think, yeah, it was Origin. But uh, it's just like, like, Nullsec is just 
who who can I can't handle that anymore. It's just too much politics and too much crap. The fleet sizes are too big. You just undock hit F1 when you get a target and that's it. I can't do that no more. Yeah, I share the same sentiment. Um, I started EVE in uh, NullSec, essentially. Ended up in Mining Hell. Then I decided to try and um, do some of the big alliances. And the thing that kind of showed itself was that I couldn't deal much with the politics and the most of the mandatory fleets, even if they are required, they can be a little hassling. So I decided to go into wormholes because that would be a little more freedom from politics, a little bit of the unexpected as well, and to try out and find more tight-knit groups instead of just big, large, big, big uh, blue donuts, essentially. Yeah, and to kind of piggyback on those ideas too, something that I found, I, it definitely happens in small gang, obviously, but I also think it transcends into wormhole groups as well, is just the ability to individually pilot, which is something that I think is kind of lost upon in some other uh, play styles within the game. And for me personally, when I'm anchoring on somebody or, or having to follow, you know, an FC, it's a, it's just not my personal game style. I find it a little boring. And I think I think when you're in like a wormhole group, there's a little more freedom to show off in individual pilot skill, which I think is where this game really shines. And, and I feel like uh, a decent amount of the EVE population would benefit from trying some, some new stuff, maybe finding, you know, talent that you didn't know you maybe had. I 100% agree on that. And and getting in fights in wormhole space too, you'll end up finding some times that you can hit way above your weight class too. Like even with just a few guys, you can take out a fleet of almost 20. Yeah, no doubt like that numbers necessarily doesn't always play a major factor. I, I love the kitchen sink fleet. Like I don't care if it's like, maybe it's a nano kitchen sink or an armor kitchen sink. Just not always having to have a, a uniform fleet composition is also fun so you get a little more freedom in what you're able to fly and there's also that that um you know that there's a limit to what kind of capitals you may be fighting against whether it depends on if it's a low class wormhole and doesn't have the mass to bring in caps or it's high class and you can only fit so many before it collapses on you so that dynamic also is is appealing to i think smaller groups like ourselves yeah, I'll agree with that one too. I get pretty sick of fighting the capitals in C six space when we were in Ragnarok or as Ragnarok and like uppers upper class is just it's just like and again like I found that upper class space was almost the same as Nullsec too though, where it was just like fleets of T threes after T threes after T threes. And then now all I hear about high class space is it just being Lashaks. The Lashak meta is um for sure can seem rather daunting um i it's still playing itself out uh i mean i think it's it's not new for wormhole space to be dominated um yeah uh it's it's not new for wormhole space to be dominated by just a couple uh ship types um and i think the lashak meta especially seemed very daunting when it first came out now that we've seen some fleets actually smash themselves into each other, I think some people are starting to get a feel for it. Um, like some counters have been developed, and maybe we're going to work our, our sell ourselves back to a big into a big circle. But the T3 rebalance kind of killed giant T3 fleets for the most part. Um, 
it became Loki's, which became Damnations, which became Drex and Lashax and things. So, uh, you know, uh, there's there's movement there. Um, I'm I I don't want to get into the uh, you know the the exact meta right now though. Uh, we can definitely touch on that later if if we have some time. But uh, I wanted to dig into some of the things that I think you guys are very capable to um yeah to uh to really to really touch on and so it was really <coughs> excuse me great to to hear everyone's two cents and opinions on what i what i always love to hear is i think for the most part most people come to wormhole space for some of the same reasons or many of the same reasons all three of you shared your stories about what it is that's pulling you into wormhole space but um they weren't terribly different, <laughs> you know, like the reasons that you're here, what you're enjoying, what's working, what isn't. Um, small gang <laughs> is one of the things that I see people complaining that they can't find anymore in Eve all the time, but uh, it's pretty lively and still kicking it out here at least. Yeah, no, I agree with uh, with like getting into wormhole space too. I've noticed that there's a lot more, um, industrial groups throughout lower class space too with this new moon mining citadel like that's new since I've quit and that's pretty crazy too like the uh, the industrial empires that are setting up in wormhole space are actually pretty vast so um, another question I had for you guys I know at least two of you can probably speak very specifically on this um, so we're in we're a couple days into I think the second week of blackout and I think, Dimitri, you said you're living in a 3-null rival. I think you're in a 2-null um, feel. I don't know. I know you guys are up in a 5, so you definitely don't have a static null. But I don't know how often you guys go out roaming in null sec. But uh, just curious, as smaller crews, how are you guys finding Blackout? I would say so far, Blackout for my group has been um, widely accepted and, and uh, celebrated, actually. Um, it's definitely made the game feel different. I remember back when I was a little noob, um, going to low sec for the first time and being completely spooked and not knowing anything and just, just scared. And that kind of like nostalgic feeling of just being a noob again and, and like the wonder is back. And that's, you know, coming from a 10 year veteran of the game. I, it's just cool not to know what's in system anymore and not have that instant Intel. I am biased. I am a, like a hunter, I guess you'd, you'd say, um, so I do enjoy the element of being able to go hunt in anoms and find ratters potentially, but at the same time, I don't know what the response fleet looks like. I don't know what other roaming gangs are coming in potentially doing the same thing that I might find conflict with, with my group. And that whole element of just surprise really just has really, uh, shaken up the game. And I think in a good way. And while I will say based off of, I roam no, like pretty much every day, Ratting is definitely down based off of just my own observations on Dotland. But at the same time, our kills don't seem to have really changed uh, up or down too much. Just, I would say it was more uh, small gang versus small gang than small gang versus ratter that might escalate into a fight per se. And so that's been uh, really good. And my, my group is really excited about it. And I've, and I've also witnessed some small gang people that had quit in the within the past few years say that they're returning or wind to see how long this will last and depending on that potentially come back. Yes. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I've seen a lot of the same things too. Like uh, 
and even just like visual observation, like not a whole lot of rexons descans. You're going through systems, like nobody's ratting anywhere. And you open up Dotland, the deltas are all zero everywhere. It's hard to get a ratter kill these days. It's certainly consolidated uh, a lot of Eve. Like the the people, you, you're not going to find many people ratting out in bumfuck nowhere by themselves as much anymore. Um, you do have, you know, some of the groups um, uh, that, you know, are continuing to rat under their umbrella. I, I, I've seen some of the umbrellas at least seem a bit a bit weaker. Um, some groups seem a little less willing to throw Titans around willy-nilly now because they're also unsure of what else might be out there. Um, but I don't have a huge sample set on that for sure either. Um both of those things are kind of expected, though. Like, I think, you know, CCP was surely expecting that uh, riding was going to go down, hunting was going to go up. Whether or not there'd be enough hunters to be hunting each other to keep up is kind of the, you know, remains to be seen thing. And uh, I think we'll continue to find out as uh, Blackout plays out a bit longer. Oh, yeah, I definitely think it was expected on CCP's behalf. Like, the, the whole mechanic itself screams, like, be safe. And you can't really rat, especially unless you're pumping D-scan. You can't AFK rat, which is what a lot of people wanted to do because it was, you know, less attention being paid to your doing your mind-numbing task. Well, in Lux, I think that the blackout was pretty much um, a positive thing because it kind of boosted our people to start buying um, blobs ships. And we started looking more, uh, paying more attention to the uh, nullsec wormholes. And it also gave a chance for our new EVE players, like the below 10 million SP. Uh, it gave them a chance to have a more um, a better role in the fleets. I mean, we could roam and we could do uh, the usual things around in Null, but the blobs makes up for the lack of skill with the coordination, allowing them to just fly into bombers and drop on people and kind of two different content and sometimes very fun content for the new people that haven't really experienced much and it also gives a role for the veterans to fly the um blob ships and kind of do a little synergy with everyone be new guys or veterans alike yeah no doubt i think that's what's always been great about eve is the fact that uh like the, with the game's original vision that I can think of, it was always that you'd have new players or veterans alike, and skill points wasn't necessarily a, a detriment for new players because you always had a role to fill. And I think with Blackout, the role of scouting has just exponentially become more important, and that excites me as someone who mostly is a scout. I still enjoy doing that all the time, but now you can't use local as your instant in- intel. You have to actually physically be moving around the system using your d scan not just 360 but you know pinpointing it with you know 15 degree scans and knowing precisely where people are going and where where movement is happening and i, I think that's really great because like like you said yeah i, I agree it, it uh it, it brings back a role that previously like anyone could do and now it's something that a new player could try and get into do you think blackout is helping players that for lack of a better phrase have Eve skills kind of excel. Is it is, like if you know how to use D scan and you you're better at piloting and know how to do your job a bit better as a hunter? Is it benefiting them more than the people that maybe don't know what they're doing? 
I would 100% agree with that. Um, I would say that benefits the, the, a skilled pilot a little bit more. And I can speak, you know, personally, just even today, hunting some people where I was a little slower with my D scan, trying to narrow down what anomaly a rider was in. And it, and uh, I had been on his 360 scan probably for, you know, maybe a minute. And so if that person just even just been in the D scan button, they would have found me and known that there was probably a hostile in their system. Um, so I, I think that, I think it does reward skill, which in my opinion is really important for uh, this game to uh, continue to, to promote. Yeah, um, I think it really promotes a lot the skill, the, the skilled pilots, and it gives new things for the already um, stale people in null to learn about. They need to learn things about like the scan and how to pinpoint people, even because most of the experience I've had is that they don't even de scan. I can. 0.5 AU probe scan someone, and he's not going to notice. Most of the times, that's what's happening. Yeah, I think it benefits the uh, the elder players a little bit more, especially the people who know the mechanics a little bit better. And uh, even newer hunters, it's like, I just learned the other day that you can hit your D scan hotkey and click on things, and it'll go directly to that. Never knew that before. Fantastic. And it's like it's those little tips and tricks that you learn throughout your time as a pilot that definitely add up for the blackout. So um, I'm going to change gears again, and we'll bounce back to some wormhole space stuff. So um, I don't know exactly what positions each of you hold in your corp. I know I think Rivals said he's the CEO, and I think you probably are as well, Dimitri. Um, but we can share that again here. Um, I'm curious to hear some of just your thoughts and experiences for all three of you on building your wormhole corp, right? Right now, at least all three of you are in comparatively fairly small groups. Um, what are some of the challenges you guys have had, you know, trying to make a name for yourselves, trying to solicit players? Are, are you mainly pulling in people that you already knew before you started the corp? Are you, excuse me, um, just, you know, having luck rolling the dice with kind of random people. Um, how are you guys building your corporations? With um, Dead Orbit, uh, I've been extremely lucky and I've had just an amazing crew of guys that I've been flying with now since through Mafia and Furnace and now Dead Orbit since um, the, the early 2010s. And luckily, uh, uh, when word kind of got around that we were reforming, most of them resubbed and started playing again. But we also... Um, work hard to try and bring in some new recruits. I, I love small gang in this game and newer players, if they show just some willingness to learn or interest in small gang, despite us being veterans, we'll take in a new player and try and see if we can't uh, show them the ropes and show them uh, how great Eve really can be in uh, you know different game style than most, I think most people do. Um, luckily with Citadels too, I think, uh, even though there's you know a little negativity about citadels and nullsec and wormholes, they've they've really made uh, staging just so much easier. I can't tell you how many hours I lost setting up posses in C5s and C2s, or making what we used to call our prison tower for all the new players to go. That was like an undefended small tower because they didn't have the, the the trust yet to go into the main ones. The citadels just made things a lot easier, and being in a in a um, you know lower class wormhole in a C2 means we've always got some kind of logistics connection usually. And so it's not too hard to get uh, new re recruits into the wormhole. I think our ma ma 
probably our largest challenge is that we're super niche, you know, being in a C2 small gain group, not everyone wants to do that. Um, time zones can be an issue too. And, um, so yeah, it's overall it's, it's, it's been good though. And it's not, it's not super challenging, but it does have some growing pains here and there. Yeah, zero is kind of, yeah, experiences them with the same thing. When I came back, most of our core group came back. And then we managed to recruit probably 15 new guys into the corp, which gives us, I don't know, 10 actives around during our prime time. But again, just like you said, being in a low-class hole and being small gang, not everybody's really interested in that. Everybody wants to do caps or they want to do high-class ratting, that kind of stuff. Well, that's the benefit in what I've been doing in our home system. Because um, everybody wants to do the big stuff, and not all can. And the benefits of living in a C5 Wolf Riot kind of is that a confessor can do a lot. And new people can very easily get into confessors. So that kind of gives them a role as well. Uh, as for recruiting, well, people come by. They are interested. Most are uh, old null sec players that kind of don't the difference between null and wormholes now and they want to try out wormholes some are tired of writing some don't want to do different things it's kind of around those topics that they want to join most of the times they want to go to the big ones because um well it's the big ones everybody wants to join the big guys but there's a lot of interest uh, people interested in the smaller corps that where they can feel that small things can do a lot uh, and uh, either PvP or even PvE. I've noticed that as well, actually, that a lot of uh, old NullSec guys are interested in going into wormholes now. And I've got, <clears throat> I think in the Azir, we've got two NC dot guys and I can't remember what the other one was. Another old, um, old Nulli Secunda, I think. And then, uh, yeah, they just, I know, right? But yeah, I just wanted to do small gangs, sick of the huge fleets and the burnout and the garbage. I mean, I think uh, something we speculated a bit in our last episode was with local gone, you know, the, the that difference between wormhole space and nullsec is a bit smaller. I mean, there's still different parts of space, but, you know, one of the major differences, at least temporarily, is gone. So if you're a player who's capable or willing to exert that level of effort, I know some people are like, if I'm going to have to deal with no local, I'm going to go to wormhole space where I'm at least going to get paid a lot more to deal with it. Because you know, if you know what you're doing, in most cases... Um, I think wormhole space can can pay a lot better than null can if you know how and are willing to put that effort in. So um, I've seen the same thing. I mean, we're only one week into blackout, um, and it seems like since I think we're probably going to hear about when it's ending, we probably have another week at least or several days um, that you know. Uh, We've got. I, I've seen some people coming over that are just like, if I'm going to have to deal with no local, I'm going to do it somewhere else. So um, whether or not that'll be sustained, we'll have to see. Um, so we, we touched on a couple of bits there with, uh, I know passes, passes are uh, not barrels of fun. So uh, Spaghetti code. 
one day they will <coughs> also <laughs> not even be an Eve anymore. One day, uh, but uh, I don't think quite as soon as you know that day can't come soon enough. And my, from my understanding, most of the devs that work on that stuff are in the same boat that that day cannot come soon enough for them. Um, anything else any of you guys wanted to share related to building your corporation experiences or uh, different things related to the, to that topic before we hop on to uh, another one? What, another thing that I've noticed too with uh, like these old Nullset combat guys is that a bunch of them are getting into indie. Like I got NC dot dudes doing PI. It's uh, like they're they're not just trying to get away from the base. They're also trying to trying new things, which is really really cool to see these old players doing that. Yeah, also, um, like to anyone that's unsure about their current state, and maybe if you're in Nullsec, you're not liking the blackout, uh, or you just want to try something different. I used to be in a, in a in a uh, Nullsec alliance a long time ago called Smash, which shows my age. Because probably not many people know that one anymore. They used to live in Geminate. And I got fed up with um, just kind of like the whole atmosphere of it and made my own corp. And it only takes, you know, a few people. You got a couple of buddies maybe that you play Eve with or whether they're in the same corp or maybe they're they're in different corps. Come together and, and try out a wormhole. There's a lot of wormhole space that still is ripe for the taking. All it takes is someone that can probe, have a couple of guys that could potentially roll holes. And there's plenty of different options in wormhole space. There's a lot more money to be made than null sex. So maybe if you're unsure if... Um, you'd want to, you know, get away from blackout. I would argue that wormholes are, are, are actually safer because you have more control over your system in that regard. And, um, you know, the potential to form a fleet that complements the wormhole um, side effects that it has. I can't remember the actual name because I have a vanilla one. But, you know, like a Wolf Rea, for instance, using the Confessors, that was a, that's a great, great little um, idea to, you know, kind of get new players into the game in a, in a strong ship that'll excel in a, in a Wolf Rea. Um, so yeah, I just kind of just want to throw it out there that trying out a wormhole space, if you're unsure about the idea, this is a great opportunity because if you're not enjoying blackout, might as well make more money like Exocet because wormholes, generally speaking, make for the average, you know, kind of crab or care bear, whatever you want to call them. You're going to make more money in a wormhole space. Also, as an additional note, if anyone is interested in, um, trying out wormhole space, but doesn't want to lose their affiliate with their uh, current corp. There's uh, something called Wolfpack Fleets. They're public fleets that um, you can join in, and they do C5 sites and kind of give you a little taste of what it is to do high-class wormholes, specifically in a Wolf Riot, um, with uh, Confessors and other ships. Might be interesting to look into if you're trying to tippy-toe into wormholes. I like that phrase, tippy-toe. Go silently into the wormhole. So um, I don't know if all of your corps are uh, are newbro-friendly, but um, going off of a couple of the suggestions from both chat and uh, what you guys threw onto the sheet, um, how do you guys try to engage and bring it? If you do, how do you guys get in new bros engaged into your wormhole corp? Because I think, you know, I mean, this is a great question both for, you know, to chat about. And I think because uh, a focus of the whole year uh, that they talked about at Eve North is CCP's like doubling or tripling down on new player experience. We've got to get new players to actually stick. And wormhole space is probably one of the most challenging things to throw new players into and hope they succeed. There's 
tons of success stories. I mean, um, I don't know if any of you will have one that you can share, but I know plenty of people that can tell you a story about how they joined Wormhole Spaces, this like poor one tune person and give them a year and they're multi-boxing four tunes and farming and they fly capitals now and all this other stuff. So like there are success stories, but I suspect that they're, you know, pretty uncommon um and way more people try wormhole space and immediately duck back out they don't like it it's scary it doesn't make sense it's hard you know no shortage of, of reasons so um if your corporation does have and work with new players how do you <clears throat> how do you sell it to them to start i'm curious how do you find someone that's new to even say come to this really hard place and it'll be great and um <clears throat> you know if assuming that you do that um how do how do you keep the how do you make that stick? How do you how do you provide for new players in your corp? In in my case, um, which is probably going to be fairly unique, I, I sold my supers when I left Null, and I've kind of been just living off that. And most of the time, if somebody like loses something and it's an unfortunate situation, I'll just buy them a new one and say, okay, here here's a new one. Or like me and the co CEO will bring in a bunch of stuff to just let people have. Like whether it be like here's a rolling praxis that's yours now here's a caracal a scythe and then pick an assault frigate that's also yours and then that way we can try to relieve some of the isk pressure on people as well for new people we like try to get them into gas mining and things like that so that they can at least make isk to sustain themselves and then i'll buy the materials back off of them so that they're making their money in the hole and not having to do the logistics outwards well, in Lux, it's a little bit of the SRP, it's a little bit of the um, PV with the sides, again with the wormhole uh, effect, and a little bit of the buyback as well. Um, we try to give an incentive for people to self-sustain themselves, which is why we got a C3 static, and that gives them a chance to easily get into something simple like a dealer and be able to do all the sites without worrying. And they kind of like that independence from the corp as well, while still being able to rely on the corp. In our corp, we don't necessarily target brand new players, but we do target individuals who are trying a different play style that they maybe ha haven't done before. Um, and sometimes they'll be worried about how am I going to make money in a wormhole? I don't have dual rattlesnakes or dual nesters to go farm my, my our stack C5. And something that, you know, you can do anywhere in space, but also excels in a wormhole is running abyssal sites. You could close your static connections or, or what have you and run abyssal sites and be relatively safe. Um, I had a, a veteran player just today, actually, or yesterday, I believe. He went and just explored it as a stero and made a billion-esque in about an hour just running relic sites throughout their chain. So even, you know, most new players aren't going to get into an stero, especially if they're going to do exploration or, or wormhole space. And so... Just because you don't have, you know, some of these top of the line uh, ratting ships for a wormhole, even a stero is going to make just fine isk on its own. As a little, adding a little note to that, uh, we're not really targeting older or newer people in Lux, but we've been having a lot of new people uh, just seeing our ads and kind of asking to join in, and that's how it's been usually. I think all the new players that we've recruited have all been like uh, day trippers, like just new people who are just coming into wormholes and trying it out. And I think we just, uh, we recruited those guys after trying to kill them 
or kill Are you them. recruiting from local, Dimitri? <laughs> Hi, I, I see that you're in my wormhole. Please join my corp. Well, I feel like it shows it shows something if those new players are willing to go into a place like that, especially with you know all the warnings that you get as a new player jumping into a wormhole. So I feel like it shows some sort of of like resolve. So I'm like, yeah, I'll take you on and I'll teach you how to do stuff. And we found a dude recently mining gas. We took him on and showed him how to mine and showed him uh, how to scan better and how to get better things on his ship and sent him on his way. So if CCP was going to make a change to wormhole space to make it easier for new players or whether it's easier for them to get involved in, easier for them to get started once they're there, what would you guys think would be one change that that CCP could do to make wormhole space more accessible to newer EVE players? I think um, one thing that would help maybe is... is uh sites that could be run in frigates that you know would make some decent money for newer players you know most new players if they're you know of course not going to skill inject which i wouldn't recommend for a new player to do uh i I just i'm not really sure what sites they could run you know like this the anomalies rather um and i think i think it might be easier to you know just kind of make some isk making opportunities that can't be abused by veterans but at the same time be you know useful for new players but that'd be you know challenging to balance that would be one thing to help. Um, overall, though, I mean, I think one thing that makes EVE great is the fact that you kind of need a, a good community and a corporation to then teach new players. And I think that's one of the, one of the um, questions that CCP will have to, you know, answer that in order to fix their retention rate is how can we, you know, whether it be a, a, another uh iteration of the new player experience or or just other ways to get players more engaged early on i'm not sure the answer of that but i think no matter where you go whether it be wormholes or null sec or high or low what really matters is just having a good community to be, to be a part of because i think that's why most of us probably enjoy this game not just for the sci-fi and the awesome gameplay is just because we enjoy the community that we're in i think like rival said sites a site rework almost or even like a c1 through c3 rework where like the c1 sites can be run in frigates and the c2 sites can be run in cruisers and then work your way up from there c4 c5 c6 i think it's pretty good but the bottom three could use a little bit of a rework to make better isk to keep newbies retained that way i would think um perhaps even adding more high sec entrances to wormholes I say reluctantly. Also an interesting idea that uh, Red Thoughts said in the Twitch chat that I just want to shout out. It sounds kind of interesting. Adding some DED plexes to, to wormhole space. I think that's actually a pretty cool idea, especially given the fact that you're seeing um, dead space mods being kind of consumed more uh, due to Abyssal. I think that maybe adding to the stream of, of dead space loot dropping might be interesting and give new players something to... Um, you know, kind of strive for. So that's a, that's a pretty interesting idea. I like that one. So it sounds like overall, though, you're saying some of the, the difficulty is even the easiest of wormhole content can still be challenging for new players. Um, it's been a long time since I've run C1s, but uh, I'm guess are those uh, like, are, are those both, are those terrible and we just don't want to recommend them at all? Or are they hard enough that that's still not something good that you would just throw a, a newbie and a frigate into? Um, 
I, I, I'll be honest. I, I haven't run one in so long. I'm not sure what you can actually run, run them in. So if, if a frigate, if the problem is, you know, there are no sites that frigates can run, then that's fantastic feedback and something that uh, I can at least suggest. It oh, might my, not. Sorry. So it might not even be just that frigates can't run them, but like the salvage restrictions as well too on sleeper sites in lower class, like in a C1, having to salvage everything afterwards. And then I don't know, I, I can't really attest to if, if the salvaging too is needed to have for the battleships or whatever, but I feel like maybe even adding more of the blue loot to the sleeper and reducing some of the salvage out of it might help those players as well. Also, just the time investment doesn't seem necessarily worth it. Um, C1 loot, I don't have that very awesome remote spreadsheet in front of me, but just the, the time investment just doesn't seem necessarily worth it to be running C1 sites. So maybe a little increase, a bump in the value would help. Also, I, I think most of us would possibly agree that being in a wormhole is going to require cooperation from multiple people, or if you're going to do it solo, you're going to need multiple alts. You know, kind of speaking off of what Dimitri said, um, salvaging, that's just kind of a pain to, you know, do your site, then come back and you know, salvage ship and salvage that. And, you know, it's tougher because likely a new player is not having their statics rolled. So there could be someone watching and waiting for things like that. So just like, I'm not exactly sure how, how CCP should go about it, but maybe making C1 space a really solid introductory uh, wormhole class would be a, a good step in the right direction. There's a good balance of risk versus reward and time investment. Most of the times, well, C1 sites, you might take about 10 minutes on the better ones, doing an average slower um, accounting, and you'll only take about 10 mil from it, 10, 12 mil from Blue Loot. So considering the time you waste and the effort it is to go for the triggers and all that, it might be just easier to have some gas, some good gas, or um, just some lick some rocks and be better with it, isquise, than actually doing C1 sites. So there might be something interesting to improve on their uh, sites that won't be overwhelming, overpowered for the um, veteran veterans. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, I, scr- I was scribbling notes down in some of that conversation because um, new player stuff is one of the most frequent conversations the CSM has been having with uh, with CCP because, like I mentioned previously, I think it, one of their like top priorities is trying to make the game a little easier for players to get into, to stay once they start playing. Um, so I really appreciate everybody's two cents on that. Uh, <clears throat> Rival, you asked this question, and uh, we'll, we can bounce around here. Um, what does an average day look like in each of your corporations? So, like, how does you how does your corp start running when you guys all start logging in? You know, whatever time zone that is. Um, what is what is the corporation's average day and getting getting the ball rolling look like for you guys? Uh, for Dead Orbit, it usually is um, kind of starting the later EU time zone. And because we have a dual uh, static connection wormhole, we use them. Each static has one purpose. Uh, our C5 is for logistics, so we're going to roll that or kill the mass and basically get a new connection to the C5 space until we have something that goes to a Mar or Jita. 
mostly Jita now because unfortunately Amar, I don't know what happened to the Amar market, but it sucks now. <laughs> so um, mostly Jita now. And then the null sec is our, what we call our content hole. So uh, our null sec static, we're going to roll that until we run into a region that either A, has people ratting in it, will kill ratters. We don't really have any corp um, income other than the loot that we collect from people that we kill. So uh, in most cases, something that we destroy that's a ratter if it's expensive, the loot just goes straight to corp and that goes to funding our own fleet comps and things of that nature. So null sec static is content. We roll to get something good, a rat, a ratting pocket, or maybe a pocket where you think we can get a fight potentially. Um, and then the C5 is logistics and, and to a lesser extent sometimes uh, for crabbing if you're doing you know dual rattlesnakes or dual nesters. And that's pretty much the whole day. We roll a lot of wormholes. Probably today, I think one guy bless his heart, has rolled probably 15 wormholes today in Nullsec trying to get something good. To give a perspective, how many times do they have to go in and out to roll it? Uh, if it's one guy doing like quad boxing or I don't know what you would call it, pentaboxing, <laughs> it would take, for our, for our Nullsec static, it would take four Megatrons doing a round trip to roll it. If it's our C5 static, it would take five Megatrons. Megathrones, you don't you don't use Macarials because fast. <laughs> well, actually, we've kind of downgraded on a Praxis now because they're cheaper. They're like sixty mil, seventy mil, and so the, but they're a little slower. But yeah, we don't know. We don't clean those out. Travesty wormhole corp using price to be the determining factor on what they're <laughs> using. Hey man, we're cheap. We don't have SRP. We just have we just have loot from PvP. You heard it here. Rivals corp is poor. Don't indeed. <laughs> Well, in Lux, when I want to be sloppy, and that's just me, it's not a corp sentiment. I use the Orca sometimes, and the Mega. You cut out there a little. Well, I use the Orca and the Mega when I'm feeling sloppy for rolling out the static that we have. But we only have uh, one billion mass, or one million. I don't know the numbers. It's the one. It's... Two one bill holes are the greatest yeah. though. You're just like jump two battleships over, jump two battleships exactly. back, and it's gone. Unless you get rolled out, and which is the worst. Uh, it's um, hard to get rolled out. It's almost better than some. I I almost find those easier to roll sometimes than the cap capable holes because uh, you jump. Uh, you know, with cap holes, you can jump your cap over and jump it right back. Unless you jump your cap over and it closes, and then your carrier's stuck in a five static two with no low segs. <laughs> I had something like that happen to me the other night, drinking, rolling a hole. I had a random, I don't know how, how where it came from, but it was a one billion Nullsec hole. And I rolled myself out, and I just self-destructed my Praxis and my Ascendancy set. I wasn't doing it. Drew's reminding me of the worst wormhole that exists in EVE. There's actually a wandering Nullsec to C1 connection that only has 100 mass on it. So you like find it, and I, there, with like without fail, there's something juicy on the other side. No one checks to see what it is. They tackle that ratting hell, and then three people jump the hole and it closes. It's happened to us at least twice, and they're the worst. So um, I'm going to start uh, migrating us probably towards wrapping up, but one of the big questions I had for everybody... Um, a common concern I hear talking with other people that aren't in wormhole space and, you know, they have an idea of uh, 
what they think wormhole space is like is uh and i think you know part of this is just the way that it gets represented um there's a couple big corps that definitely in some capacity you could say dominate wormhole space i um, mean much like some times people actually talk about null they say like oh it's already over they've already won or like we can't compete with the giant blob so why bother trying um do you guys find the fact that there are wormhole corporations out there that are much larger than yours to be a significant impact on how you play and how your corporations live and exist in wormhole space? Um, or, you know, if, if you don't, how is it that you guys live and work and play in a part of EVE that has these larger, more dangerous groups? Or I say more dangerous, lar at least larger groups um, without it ruining EVE for you. I actually had an instance of that last night um, where, because we're a 30-man corp and a 300-plus-man corp kind of tried to pull us into them. And I kind of just, I joined their pub chat and I was like, look, you guys want us to join into your hole and fight you. So you guys don't want to fight. You want to gank. If you want to fight, let me know. I'll ping and we can form up. And then they're like, okay, fine, yeah, fight. So I pinged, we got two dudes online, and we ended up taking them on, and we fought. I think we, the battle report shows eight on our side, 16 on their side. We only lost, I think, 800 mil, and they lost five bill close to. So you're trading ISK favorably with, with the people running big fancy ships? Yeah, you, you kind of got to play, play it right, though, right? Like if somebody's coming into you with a huge fleet, you got to either tell them, like, look, like, I'm not coming into you or you guys can ship down and we can have a fair fight. Like, um, that was a big thing back in the day in wormhole space, like 2014. Like, you could, you could ask somebody who had a bigger fleet than you, hey, ship down and I'll fight you. Because why would you want to gank that person? Like, if you go in with your 40-man fleet, you kill their 10-man fleet, they're never going to fight you again. If you give them a 10v10, they'll fight you again. That's content. Why would you remove that content for yourself? Totally agree with what Dimitri is saying. That's what I think it makes wormholes specifically unique compared to NullSec. In NullSec, you see smaller groups maybe trying to get soft. If they don't have uh, you know, a, a nice list of blues or contacts that they can rely on and fall back on, they're going to get whack-a-mold and not going to be able to take some saw. Whereas in a wormhole, um, if you get a wormhole and then you set up shop and you've got a bigger group that rolls into you, as long as you're giving some form of content, and I don't mean you have to feed to them, but, you know, but actually just fight them. Uh, it doesn't matter who wins on what side. As long as you're providing some kind of content, uh, the larger groups aren't really necessarily going to want to push you out because they want you for that content. You want to keep giving fights to each other. And I have seen some of the larger groups. I've actually seen uh, Hard Knocks, for instance, once uh, kind of shipped down a little bit, and we got a nice little fight out of that. Same with the uh, hold Control once. So some of these larger groups that can be spooky to like a smaller group such as my own. Um, I've, I've seen them actually, you know, try and downship and just get a nice fight. That's all that really matters. And then we let each other roll our hole and we move on to the next, the next wormhole. End of the day, those guys are there for the same reason we are, right? They just want to fight. And it, it's, counter, it's counterproductive to put those smaller groups in a position where they don't want to fight you ever again. So why not just fight them that way? And I find that a lot of them do do that. And even in Ragnarok, we did that with lesser groups too. Well, as in from the bigger groups, uh, 
I haven't had too many encounters with them, but uh, in the opposite side, to kind of feed into the wormhole life, to proliferate wormhole life. Uh, even today, I helped out a German group to, um, like a smallish corp, 10 people, uh, to colonize a C2. And uh, we've been kind of doing that from time to time to help people grow into the content. And we kind of might just end up fighting them once in a while. But helping out wormholes uh, increase in population is something that we should all uh, aim into. That's what I think, at least. And like, and with something like that, like if there's a group out there, if you're like the CEO of a smaller corp and you want to get into wormholes and the, the, the idea of finding a wormhole that's empty is daunting to you, join my pub chat. And if any of my guys find a wormhole that's in your, like your criteria, we'll let you know the entrance. And I know that there's other groups in Eve that do that too. I think Eve Scout does it as well. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I also like just to touch on the whole like kind of new, newer players setting up. We were complete. Well, I'll say I was a complete moron setting up my uh, C two wormhole like a month or two ago, and didn't didn't really have the capability to keep my stacks rolled so that no one could come in while we were anchoring our first citadel, and it got completely dumpstered on. Uh, I can't. Uh, the larger group, I think their ticker was Candy. I don't know if one of you guys could. Stranger danger. Thank you. That's the one. Stranger danger came in. And uh, blew it up promptly. And we had a second one also onlining uh, a few hours later, which we were hoping was not going to be hit because it was kind of in the later U.S. time zone. And they showed up after we um, managed to roll the hole and you know, disconnect that connection. They showed up somehow again and managed to get into our, into our wormhole. And I kindly actually asked them, could you guys not destroy this citadel since you already got one? Because I, I, I promise I'll give you guys some fights in the future. And to my surprise, they actually turned away and left our Citadel alone. They 100% could have killed it again. They actually just let us get our second one. They, they got their, their, their content the first time, and they, and they let us just kind of plant a seed, so to speak, you know, in our wormhole. And we, I think we ran into them again not too long after that, and we actually got to have a nice little fight. So that was cool. So nice little shout-out to Stranger Danger for not completely... Uh, not allowing us to move into that C2 the first time. I think you'll find a lot of worm, wormhole space likes to pretend at least frequently that they're, you know, we're all honor bros and we're better than Nullsec for one reason or another. Um, most people just don't even ask, but most corporations are probably not so content starved that they're going to be super rude about just shooting a, an undefended structure because it's hardly the best of content, but can't speak for everybody out there, but I've seen lots of people um, who, you know, they just don't even ask. Um, and if they do ask, I think you'd find in many cases people might be willing to do that. Um, or they won't. There's for sure um, corpse out there that, you know, that's not the style they want to be playing. So, well, um, I'm going to uh, move us towards wrapping up here. So uh, I wanted to give everybody a chance to... Uh, Shout out anything else you wanted to shout out. Um, and if you had to share something to, I don't, I don't know how many people might be in this boat that are actually watching or listening to the stream, but people thinking or considering wormhole space, one sentence to tell them why they should do it. I'll start us off. Um, I'd like to give it a shout out first to uh, Trex and just say that uh, the kids want mom and dad back together. 
but I also like to follow that up by saying come to wormhole space. Uh, it, it definitely rewards individual pilot skill. I think it gives more ass than a lot of people may realize it gives. So if you're tired of ratting in a VNI or blackout scaring you, come on over to wormhole space because it's got PVP and reward. Great. How about you, Dimitri? What are you thinking? I'll give a shout out to uh, Osiris Etney, the uh, co-CEO of my corp and the guy who got me back into the game after keeping me away for four years. And then uh, join Wormhole Space because it's something you haven't done, and why not try that? All righty. Last but not least, Fiel, what are you thinking? Well, the shout-out goes to Adam Falcon, who's been uh, the sugar daddy, essentially, to keep the corp alive when it was going to die uh, due to inactivity. But that's what kept us kind of going, and we started managing people back again. And now we're just uh, working on making people enjoy wormholes. So to everyone that wants to try wormholes, I think it's a great chance to go to a permanent blackout. Alrighty. Well... I want to thank everybody for uh, coming out and listening in. Uh, big thanks to my guests, Fial, Dimitri, and Rival. Thank you so much for giving us an hour of your time and uh, sharing your thoughts and your experiences about your corporations. Hopefully, everybody thought this uh, this uh, that this was a good time. And uh, let me know. You feel free to shoot me emails or uh, hit me up on Discord or in game if you uh, want to give me some feedback, guys. Um, and uh, we'll have another, <coughs> excuse me, episode in a couple of weeks. So happy Monday and uh, everybody have a good rest of your night. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.